Hey Cool Cats, I'm Dr. Universe, and if you're anything like me, you have lots of big questions about our world. You know, I get a lot of questions from young scientists, and the other day I got a phone call from Palouse Prairie Charter School. Hi, Dr. Universe? It's Renee Hill. Our fourth grade crew was wondering if you could use any help answering some of your science questions. Answering all these questions is a big job for one cat. That would be amazing. Let's do it. I'll send you some geology questions soon. Thanks so much. Bye, Dr. Universe. On this episode, you'll hear from our fourth grade scientists as they help us investigate some cool science questions from kids. Let's get started. Our first question comes from Ava Rose, age 11. Dr. Universe, how do volcanoes work? Hello, Sandra. What can you tell us about volcanoes and how they work? So you know volcanoes erupt with lava, but there's more to it. There's a lot of pressure and air in the magma chamber below the Earth's surface. The volcano can't take it, so it erupts. You want to hear more? We can tell you more. We hope you enjoy it. Isaac, how do volcanoes form? Volcanoes form at two types of plate boundaries. There are continental boundaries where two plates are moving towards each other. There are also divergent boundaries where two plates are moving away from each other. Volcanoes can also form at hot spots in the middle of a tectonic plate. In each of these situations, rock melts in different ways. Whoa, molten rock? How does the rock melt? There are a few different ways. At divergent boundaries, rock melts from the crust opening up and decreasing pressure on the mantle. At convergent boundaries, rock melts when the water is added in the subduction zone. Have you ever tried adding water to a sugar cube? The wet sugar cube will melt faster than the dry sugar cube. Maybe you can try it out sometime. At hot spots, the Earth's core heats up at the bottom of the mantle, which causes melted rock to rise to the surface. So, is this molten rock where the lava comes from? Magma and lava are both molten rock. Magma is what it's called when it's under the Earth's surface or inside a volcano. When magma erupts from the volcano and it's on the Earth's surface, it's called lava. Fascinating. I heard you learned about some different types of volcanoes and how they erupt. There are two main types of volcanoes, shield volcanoes and strow volcanoes. Strow volcanoes are the most common type of volcano. They are tall and pointy in shape and tend to reach a maximum height of 11,000 feet. Magma and strow volcanoes can stay below the volcano for thousands of years before erupting. Eruptions from strow volcanoes are medium to small in size. They erupt in a series of bursts. The lava is sticky and sometimes doesn't make it out of the volcano. On the other hand, shield volcanoes are enormous and have a rounded dome shape. Shield volcanoes form over hot spots that have a large pool of magma underneath. When a shield volcano erupts, it spews runny lava that can travel long distances and cover huge areas. Thanks, Sandra. Hey, Morgan, I heard you were curious about some of the volcanoes on our planet and right here in the Pacific Northwest. According to the United States Geological Survey, there are about 1,350 active volcanoes on Earth. Many of these have erupted in the past, and many are bound to erupt in the future. Everyone seems to be very interested in the sideways eruption of Mount St. Helens in Washington State on May 18, 1980. A lot of lava and ash were unleashed in this eruption. The ashes spread all the way from western Washington to Moscow, Idaho, and even all the way to Yellowstone National Park. 
Wow, that's quite a journey from Mount St. Helens all the way to Yellowstone. I know. In fact, Yellowstone National Park is on top of a giant supervolcano called the Yellowstone Caldera. There is a hot spot under Yellowstone National Park with two magma bodies. One is shallow and one is deep. The shallow magma chamber reaches 10 miles below the Earth's surface and is 55 miles long and 25 miles wide. The deeper magma chamber reaches 30 miles beneath the Earth's surface and is 4.5 times larger than the shallow chamber. The last volcanic activity in Yellowstone was a lava flow 70,000 years ago. You might have heard that Yellowstone is overdue for its next big eruption. However, volcanoes are not predictable and their eruptions do not follow a schedule. Volcanoes can be quite unpredictable and cause some damage, but they also help shape the landscape of our planet. Chase, what did you find out about volcanoes? Volcanoes can be violent, destructive, and very dangerous, but they are an important part of Earth's environment. Like Morgan said, there are about 1,350 active volcanoes in the world and many more that are inactive or dormant. In fact, more than 80% of the Earth's surface is shaped by volcanic activity. Volcanic eruptions have formed the shape of the seafloor, many mountains, and other beautiful features on Earth's surface. Early in Earth's formation, volcanic eruptions helped create the atmosphere and ocean, which allowed life to evolve on our planet. Another beautiful benefit of volcanoes is that they spew ash and dust that decomposes into soil with lots of nutrients making them fertile for agriculture. Volcanoes have even helped us discover a species of fish. In 1950, when Mauna Loa erupted, lava flowed on the seafloor killed deep sea fish, making them float on the surface. The Hawaiian spikefish was discovered this way. I bet that was a surprising discovery. Do you know if there are volcanoes on any other planets? Earth is not the only planet that has volcanoes. There is actually a lot of volcanic activity throughout our solar system. The moon and the planet Mercury has small volcanoes, but Mars and Venus have much larger volcanoes. Olympus Mons on Mars is the tallest volcano in our solar system. It's more than twice as tall as Mauna Loa, one of the tallest volcanoes on Earth. Jupiter's moon Io is the most volcanically active place in our solar system. Its entire surface is covered with volcanic craters and lava flows. Thanks, Chase. Sandra, we just learned a lot about volcanoes. How would you sum it all up? Now you know some basics about how volcanoes work. So let's review. When a lot of pressure builds up in the magma chamber, the volcano can't take it. So it erupts from the top or sometimes from the side like Mount St. Helens, letting all the magma spew out, causing lava to spread on the Earth's surface or planets or moons. That's a wrap on this episode, friends. Thanks so much for joining us on this special edition of the Ask Dr. Universe podcast featuring fourth grade scientists at Palouse Prairie Charter School. And a big thanks to Northwest Public Broadcasting for helping us record and to Dr. Julie Menard at Washington State University for fact-checking the science. 
We are grateful for the helpful and informative resources from NASA, USGS, NOAA, the Smithsonian, and universities all around the world. You can find a list of our resources in the transcript. As always, kids can submit science questions at askdruniverse.wsu.edu. That's A-S-K-D-R-U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E dot W-S-U dot E-D-U. Who knows where your questions will take us next?